0: greetings and salutations homies happy Monday. welcome to talking points with yours truly. I hope your weekend was a good one. I know mine was. I know I've said it before but uh, it's time to put on your your armor Christians as the last few weeks have shown the country and the world are in chaos right now and the people who are marching in favor of killing Jews could just as easily be marching to kill Christians someday. Stay informed. Read the scriptures, but also stay informed on current events. Be alert and be aware. Now, sometimes I go into the politics rabbit hole, or the quagmire, or the sewer, or whatever you want to call it, but sometimes religion and politics intersect, and that happened when Republicans were finally able to unite long enough to elect a new Speaker of the House. Now, I had this episode prepped on Friday, and I just didn't like the tone. I was irritated, even a little angry, and and I don't want to be that guy. That wasn't my vision for this podcast. I've always wanted to keep it real, but this Colossians 4, 6 verse popped up on my Bible app. It says, let your conversation always be full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. So it became apparent to me that I can defend God without deflating the person, in the words of Dacia James Lewis, you need a certain amount of salt to make it palatable, but too much comes on too strong, and too little makes it uninteresting. That being said, I was convicted to tone things down and try to show a little more grace. Now, there's this guy, Mike Johnson, and he's taking the arrows right now for Christians. He's the new Speaker of the House Some lost their minds when when he got that position. Some people's heads exploded, figuratively, not literally. Why? Because he is a Christian. In an earlier interview, Johnson said, I am a Bible-believing Christian. Someone asked me today in the media, they said, well, it's curious. People are curious. What does Mike Johnson think about any issue under the sun? I said, quote, well, go pick up a Bible off your shelf and read it. That's my world view. President Biden's former press secretary, Jen Psaki, she didn't like that, as did many others. And here's how she addressed it on her MSNBC show. How threatening can this guy actually be? Well, he gave us all a little clue as to how he would govern in an interview this week. i said it's curious people are curious what does mike johnson think about any issue under the sun i said well go pick up a bible off your shelf and read it that's that's my worldview you heard that right the bible doesn't just inform his worldview it is his worldview in fact during his first speech in his new job johnson suggested that his election as speaker was an act of god talk about a bit of a fundamentalist They're more divisive than they are divine. So Saki mocks his Christian beliefs, portrayed him as a threat to America's freedoms. She basically called him a Christian fundamentalist. while she did call him a Christian fundamentalist. And 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 that his religious, religious beliefs should be a cause for concern. Now, as for her reference to a humble brag when he talks about being placed there by God. He said, and I believe that God has allowed and ordained each and every one of us to be here at this specific moment. This is my belief. I believe that each one of us has a huge responsibility today to use the gifts God has given us to serve the extraordinary people of this great nation, and they deserve it. Well, I mean, that's what I believe. That is what most Christians believe. And this is a concept that many non-believers cannot comprehend. Saki said, quote, it's not just his political ideology that should scare us. Johnson is basically a Christian fundamentalist. He believes that America is a Christian nation and that those values should be reflected in our interpretation and constitution. So she does seem to be pretty terrified by this. But she isn't the only one. Salon Magazine published an article titled MAGA and Christian Nationalism, Bigger Threat to America Than Hamas Could Ever Be. Now, they must have received some pushback because they changed the headline to read Far-Right MAGA Theocrats, Most Dangerous Threat to America. So comparing, uh, lumping the Christians in with the MAGA, now, the author Brian Karam went on to say, quote, while the world burns, Johnson and the MAGA wing of the Republican Party, which seems to have swallowed the evangelical movement while also embracing it is embracing the darkest verses of the Bible, apparently pushing for apocalypse with an enthusiasm only rivaled by Saul's slaughter of Christians before he changed his name to Paul. He continues to say, The House of Representatives offers a discount version of the apocalyptic orgasm the holy rulers have dreamed of for years. They've renewed the Inquisition and seem determined to convert the U.S. into a theocracy run by people who will thump you with the Bible but haven't read much of it. Oh, this guy is horrified by Christians. Now, he said a lot of other just foolish political nonsense, and, and he seems pretty hateful. When politicians in the media are comparing Christians to Hamas and domestic terrorists, this is incredibly irresponsible. No, I, I take that back. It's only irresponsible if they don't know what they're doing. It's evil. That's what it is. And it's only a matter of time before one of these misguided people who read and hear all this propaganda attacks a church or a gathering of Christians. And We know from experience that such an attack would not be met with the same condemnation as one against Muslims or the LGBTQ cult. I honestly think that's what people like this author and some of these pundits want. And that is incredibly sad, because I know I as a Christian don't want to see violent attacks happen to anyone. Period. I think, other than the fringe left and right, which is a very small but loud percentage of our population, few, if any, do want to see something bad happen. So, who is this man the left finds so threatening and so terrible? Well, first off, he has four kids, which the overpopulation folks probably don't like very much. He has devoted his life and career to fighting for fundamental freedoms and traditional values. Widely known as a leading defender of the right to life, religious liberty, free speech, the Second Amendment, and free market principles, he spent nearly 20 years successfully litigating high-profile constitutional law cases in district and appellate courts nationwide. Now, his wife, Kelly, she left the uh, teaching profession to become a licensed pastoral counselor and this is where the arrows start flying at her. According to the uh, Huff Post, the counseling firm she runs, Onward Christian Counseling Services, equates homosexuality with bestiality and incest. Not only is the company criticized for its stringent beliefs on sexual immorality, it also vehemently defends the sanctity of life from conception through natural death. Now, obviously, this has provoked some attacks from the mainstream media and the pro-abortion crowd. Now, When I tried to look up the website for Onward Christian Counseling Services, it was no longer operational. And their Facebook site had no posts since 2019. So the critics may be reaching into the past for whatever dirt they can dig up there. But it is obvious those are the beliefs that they hold. Now maybe the company presented their beliefs a little harshly. And that's where Colossians 4.6 comes in. On Friday, I was on one. I was going to rail against fence-sitting, political correctness, and being afraid to hurt feelings. I quit going along to get along. But you know what? That doesn't solve anything. Too much salt. I do believe you should stay true to your beliefs, but in a loving way. Being harsh and responding to hate with hate isn't going to help anyone. But we do need to quit being afraid. Afraid of telling the truth. Like I said, we can do it in love. But just know many times the response will be hate and anger. And it is really really hard to respond to that with love but we have to try also there is a fear of being labeled much like the johnsons and any other high profile christians are think kirk cameron you know what i'm talking about all the phobia labels they try to hurl at us all the name calling well you know what if being a christian fundamentalist or nationalist oh and i like this one evangelicals if whatever derogatory term they want to call you means you are pro-life, you think marriage is between a man and a woman, you think there are two genders, male and female, if you think indoctrinating the kids in school is wrong and exposing them to sex at a young age is wrong, then call it what you want. By the way, you don't have to be a Christian to have that sense of values. But remember, there will always be people with different opinions and different values, and we must treat them with grace and humility no matter how, how hard it may be. And I'll just leave you with this, as 2 Timothy 2.23 tells us, don't have anything to do with foolish and stupid arguments because you know they produce quarrels. In this time of social media, that is probably harder than it has ever been. So Stay safe, my friends. Stay vigilant. Stay strong. Thank you for listening today. This podcast is available on Apple and Spotify. Please follow and share. I'd really appreciate it. Remember to be kind to one another and keep on keeping on. God bless.